Welcome to Mind Your Own Revisions, a podcast about mental health and burnout in academia for all academics around the world and at every level. I'm Özgün Ünver, a social scientist with a PhD. Having struggled with mental health issues throughout my academic career, it is now my mission to inspire other academics to lift the stigma around mental health. Let's recover together. Hello everyone! Welcome to the fifth episode of Mind Your Own Revisions. Today I will talk about perfectionism in academia. I believe that perfectionism is something many of us academics have. Not necessarily all of us, but many. Raise your hand if you have not heard about how bad perfectionism is for you. I know I have heard that millions of times. Somebody diagnoses me as a perfectionist and immediately goes on to say that I should stop being a perfectionist because it's bad for me. I went on Wikipedia and here is how perfectionism is defined. Perfectionism in psychology is a broad personality style characterized by a person's concern with striving for flawlessness and perfection and is accompanied by critical self-evaluations and concerns regarding others' evaluations. For references, you can check out the Wikipedia article on perfectionism. In short, according to this definition, perfectionism means striving for flawlessness and perfection accompanied by self-criticism and concern about criticism from others. So what's the problem with perfectionism? Many people say that perfectionism is toxic, even addictive, and that it basically steals your time, motivation and productivity. Yet many academics are perfectionists and this was also proven by science. In 2016, an interesting article was published by Liliana Araujo and her colleagues regarding the personality traits of academic researchers. The article is named Achieving Scientific Excellence, an Exploratory Study of the Role of Emotional and Motivational Factors. It's a very small-scale qualitative study based on interviews with six scientists. The authors state that there are characteristics of scientists achieving academic excellence. These are flexible coping, emotion regulation, goal setting, persistence and adaptive perfectionism. Mind you, they say adaptive perfectionism. So there is an adaptive and maladaptive version of perfectionism. This is interesting because there is a big difference between the psychological effect of these two types of perfectionism. In a nutshell, maladaptive perfectionists are people who set impossible goals for themselves and can be extremely self-critical. This type of perfectionism is self-destructive, bringing along procrastination, disappointment, chronic stress and even depression. Adaptive perfectionists, on the other hand, are also people with high standards where these standards have a positive and motivating effect instead of crushing. Adaptive perfectionists experience high achievement, satisfaction and self-esteem. So the problem starts when we get stuck in the maladaptive version of perfectionism. 
which gets its power from fear. This great fear of being criticized for our work or being perceived as incompetent. Do you see how closely maladaptive perfectionism is linked with the imposter syndrome? Maladaptive perfectionists basically try to compensate for their fear of failure by making sure that everything they do is perfect, which is extremely draining and simply impossible. When correlated with the big five personality traits, which is a theory in psychology about key personality traits of people, maladaptive perfectionism is highly correlated with neurotic tendencies. So why does this happen? How do we end up as perfectionists? Some scientists are still trying to understand whether perfectionism is inherited or learned, and there is evidence for both. However, one thing that's certain is that we definitely know that many perfectionists simply learned perfectionism from their caregivers or school or through some other experiences. Perfectionism is on the rise and disproportionately. I am a perfectionist for as long as I can remember. I was already displaying some perfectionist tendencies as a child. For instance, I was always detail-oriented, so the smallest typos, and so forth. But I definitely know that at least 50% of my perfectionism is learned. Moreover, I know that 100% of my maladaptive perfectionism is learned. Over the years, I developed a strong fear of failure, which made me maladaptive perfectionist. You can imagine that this made my life increasingly more difficult. And I must say that the academic environment is the perfect breeding ground for perfectionism. Like I said in the first episode, we are in an environment where we are constantly criticized by ourselves and others. When we do a piece of research, we are bombarded with questions and hence we try to do everything we do as perfect as possible, trying to anticipate all kinds of questions and requests. We try to make our research robust, rock solid. No wonder why some of us end up running a certain statistical model at least 50 times, tweaking this and that so that we have an answer when we are asked certain questions. I know I did. Hell, I ran some analysis hundreds of times. I didn't even mention 90% of them anywhere in my publications. They were just to give me the peace of mind that my research was robust and it gave me the ability to be prepared for some crazy unlikely questions I may receive. And still I received some unanticipated questions from the reviewer 1 and reviewer 2, if you know what I mean. So what does this all mean? Why does it matter if you learned or inherited your perfectionism? See. If you're a maladaptive perfectionist, either the maladaptive part or the perfectionism thing altogether is learned. This is great news, because if it is possible to learn something, it is also possible to unlearn it. Something like reprogramming your mind. After I realized that there is another way of being a perfectionist, I started to like my perfectionism. I realized I'd rather be perfectionist than sloppy, careless and negligent. Of course, like everything else in life, perfectionism is also located on a spectrum. Very few people are absolutely sloppy or perfectionist, but you get what I mean. 
doesn't mean that if you're not a perfectionist, then you are automatically sloppy. But on that hypothetical spectrum, I'd rather be closer to the perfectionist side. I personally don't see a problem with that anymore. In fact, I like it. I mean, come on, be honest. Would you prefer to be operated on by a surgeon who is higher or lower on the perfectionism spectrum? Do you prefer your accountant to be higher or lower on the perfectionism spectrum? Honestly, I prefer working with more perfectionist people because it's easier for me to trust them that they will do their absolute best when they're doing their job. The bit we don't like is the maladaptive tendencies we have, which makes our lives difficult. So what can you do about it if you're a maladaptive perfectionist? First, know yourself and how your perfectionism acts up. I know that for me, perfectionism manifests mostly in the form of procrastination. You know, when you want to make something perfect, you know that you need at least X amount of time or energy to make this happen. And you often feel crushed under the heavy weight of the perfection that you're aiming to achieve. In that case, it is perfectly normal, yeah, pun intended, that you procrastinate and postpone the task until you have that X amount of time or energy. So when I realize that I'm procrastinating, I immediately know that it's mostly due to perfectionism. In this way, it's easier to notice it. So in what form does your perfectionism manifest? Know yourself. Second, remind yourself that done is better than perfect. If you chase perfectionism until the end of time, you won't accomplish anything in life. So when something starts to drag too long in whatever form, I remind myself that done is better than perfect and just pull the band-aid. Doing just 10 minutes of work you need to do will bring you 10 minutes closer to the completion and anything is better than nothing. Third, check in with yourself whether that perfectionist act at that moment comes from fear or care. If it is based in fear, perfectionism is not the problem in itself. It's the underlying fear that makes one behave in a perfectionist manner. If the perfectionist act is a result of care for yourself and others, there's a sincere desire to do your absolute best. For me, this means that there is a minimum criteria that I set for myself that will give me the feeling of accomplishment when I do something. The idea is to go for that feeling of care, love and respect. I don't aim for sloppiness. The real value behind the things I do come from that, that caring aspect. And that is the perfectionism I prefer to operate with. But of course, only in moderation. Last but not least, Bring your mind back to some middle point of perfectionism when it runs to the extreme. Look around you and see the world around you. Nothing and no one is perfect. The house you live in, the people you love, the beak of the pigeon that sits on your windowsill, none of them are perfect. It's just not possible, period. So why not relax a bit? I mean, I admit, this one is intended to tone down the perfectionism as a whole, maladaptive or adaptive. 
So instead of trying to get rid of our perfectionism completely, it may be a better idea to make peace with it and learn to live with it. Having spent so many years trying to become not a perfectionist, now I have the courage and joy to embrace my perfectionism. It was much more simple after all. You don't necessarily have to let go of your perfectionism, but rather keep an eye on it, be mindful of it. Instead of being the slave of your perfectionism, if you can be its master, your accomplishments will be much more satisfying. So what do you think? How do you fight your perfectionism? I hope you enjoyed listening. If you did, please start following Mind Your Own Revisions on Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your academic friends about this podcast. What are your thoughts about today's topic? I would love to hear from you. Until next time, bye!